Hey, Benedict. Hey, Daniel. How's it going? Pretty good. I, I like doing the podcast. We need to get back into a more regular schedule. I, I liked when we did it every week and then we kind of keep bumping around, but it's nice when we make it like into a routine. Yeah. Well, part of that is we, I think we realized having Ben Ornstein on was nice to have a guest and somebody to talk about things with that wasn't us. So I think we're going to try to start doing that more often, maybe with some of our investors or friends of the company. Yeah, because it's always hard for me to tell what is interesting, what isn't, what are people actually wondering versus, you know, what are the obvious things to us and what are the obvious things to other people? It's all interesting, having baby. a guest cuts through that a little bit. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, like there's a lot of stuff I think we're doing or thinking about that is just slightly different than other people and we take it for granted. And I mean, we definitely have heard more, especially now that we're hiring and we're talking to people, I keep hearing good, positive feedback. People notice the podcast and they're really, I don't know, I think more people are maybe paying attention to it than we give it credit. Related, so we are hiring a product marketer, so somebody to be our first marketing person. This person, we can want more of a product marketer skill set, but they should have some growth-minded skills as well. It's a challenging role to fill. You have to be the first marketer, so you have to have an awareness of most marketing functions, but be pretty good at one of them. And we're hoping that's like a product marketing skill set because as we're going to talk about, we really want to like hone in our positioning and messaging of the product. And we're also looking for a product designer. So it's cool to be hiring two people right now. Both product in the title. Yeah, it is confusing when you see that. It's been interesting, though, having us talking about what we're looking for in these roles. And then you talk to people in those roles, especially, I think, or you feel it, I feel it the most with marketing, where that's a big blind spot in terms of how the industry breaks down that role and what the different functions of that role are and the different expectations and the different day-to-days that different marketers have. But it's also something that we've experienced with developers and other roles where you talk to people and it's very interesting to hear other people's perspectives on what they think the role is and how it breaks down. And it's tough to sometimes cut through that and figure out exactly what the information that we should take away is. Because, you know, if we look at developers, In 2021, the concept of a full-stack developer is considered somewhat dead. If you talk to most people in most engineering contexts, that's not really a role that people consider current or exists really as much. If you went and got advice for how to get an engineering job, somebody would say, go learn Next.js really well, or write some, like, you know, it'd be something very specific, right? Not... Exactly. And so people specialize within these roles and functions in a way that then when we look for someone, it can be challenging to find someone who is cutting across some of those functions and is capable of doing a bunch of those things and is interested in doing that and isn't looking to specialize in a certain subset of that function. Yeah, and they might have a recognition that they will likely need to specialize a little bit more over time as we grow. But yeah, where we're at now, they are looking for roles where they get to have a large impact in a variety of different places. We found that more easily because there's language for that in developers, right? Like you said, full stack developer. But with product marketer and product designer, it's a little bit hard to point to that or have a flag in the sand that like lets people know if they're looking for that to find you. 
So I think we've been thinking about that a fair bit. Like, how do we put up a flare that lets those people know that we think about things similarly or have an opportunity for them that aligns with what they're looking for? Right, because full stack development used to be a much more popular concept. And so when people hear it, they're like, oh, yeah, that like it's a little bit of a throwback. It's a little bit of a, oh, yeah, I miss that or I identify with that. And not having an analog for that in other roles makes it a lot harder. And I think the thing that's interesting is like with our design stack and marketing stack, we don't really have those so defined or as as strong of opinions there exactly. I mean, we sort of have opinions, but they're hard to like write out a little bit more when you see it. And with the development side, we could actually, oh, we use Rails and we write code in this way that aligns with the boring Rails way of doing things, which is how we found Matt, who's one of our developers, and he writes the website boringrails.com. And so it's it, all those things where I think we're just more obviously shared or whatnot in, in that capacity. But I do think it's made it definitely hard to define what we want out of a marketer and define what we want out of a designer in a way that would make it clear for how to go find them proactively, it feels like we're gonna probably end up finding somebody who finds us, which is challenging. So maybe we should talk about marketing a little bit. We haven't done that on here in a while. Yeah, it's been interesting. I think it's definitely, I think the product side of the company has more obviously changed since taking funding and hiring people, but of course the marketing side has as well. But it's been something where, yeah, there hasn't been a clear singular person running the whole thing to a degree. And so I think it's been much more of a amorphous and hard to pin down uh, process. Not to say that nothing's been happening. There's been a lot happening, but it's been more, yeah, less definable, I guess. Yeah, and I think it's one of those things where I'm probably the best suited to be the leader of it and from a strategy standpoint, but my brain and time keeps getting sucked over into the product side. And I'm also not confident enough on or in a marketing role to really own a lot of what we're doing. Like I think I have some instincts for marketing at times that are good and those can lead to like interesting little campaigns or something like the Friends of Arrows stuff. But as a full strategy, I'm like, hands in the air like feel like I don't know just like is there something over here like poking with a stick like what do we do here on the how do we write the strip campaign and get people to convert to demos for that like the more classic playbook stuff I have no idea even with the Friends of Arrow stuff it's like well that got us attention and brand awareness but how do we convert those people there's a lot of gaps there yeah and the kind of day-to-day boring tactical these are just the things that you need to do sort of stuff i think you are aware of that stuff but it's also the sort of day-to-day stuff where it's really hard to keep that going and it's really training momentum on it right right it's there's a reason i don't know i'm trying to think of an analogy or something that it's similar to but i don't know (laughs) but yeah it's just like that little stuff where it's like oh yeah like here are the 10 places we would post this here are the 20 people we would email yeah i think it's gardening and i don't it's like a cultivating that i'm just not good at like in that sort of like consistency and um nurturing and everything that's just like running through the different playbooks and then every now and then doing new projects but yeah like you said Right, and it's like even if you know all the steps that you need to grow a little plant, to a certain degree, it's hard to go out in the garden and deal with that plant every single day when you have tons of other stuff going on. Yeah. 
So I think we were thinking it might be interesting to go through all the stuff we're doing from a marketing standpoint, which helps make clear why we need to hire a marketing person. And also maybe the stuff that we've been trying and stuff that we don't know what we're doing with stuff we think we're doing well, like, and maybe how that all interrelates. And hopefully if somebody that's listening knows a, uh, a product marketer that we should talk to one, maybe send them this episode and see if they're interested or two, just send them our way or otherwise maybe you'll know what we're up to these days. So let's see, uh, should we start from what we're about to launch or should we go earlier in time and then work up to what we're about to do? Maybe start earlier. So let's say we, we I think giving a timeline helps. It's now November 1st, 2021 we launched publicly the product back in March. So that's what we did the whole full website redesign, launched that. We launched as sort of a replacement for onboarding spreadsheets. Since then, the, you know, that product launch helped. We did Product Hunt and our Friends of Arrows letters that were handwritten to help get a lot of attention. Then we were quiet for a while. We had a couple blog posts in the spring, but mainly did nothing until we announced our funding at the end of June. And that was like press and other stuff. Right at the same time, the very end of June, the day before we announced our funding, we had the first kickoff, a content marketing agency that we've been working with. So that was like pillar number one. Okay, (laughs) content's hard to do. We don't really know SEO. We don't have any attention or time right now to deal with it or get good at it. It's something we wanna get good at. Um, And we know planting the seed early, like let's just start there. Like it's gonna take time for this to to be cultivated. So we work with somebody, uh, a firm, we pay them every month. They do a lot of like strategy and keyword research and, and help write content for us. They actually work with us and our team and do like monthly calls where we download a lot of our opinions and knowledge about those topics. But then they go work with the writer and get those developed and we put them on the site. And so those generally are the things that you see on our blog right now because we have mainly been posting like SEO content stuff. What we've learned and realized in that time is that, oh yeah, like, you can't expect a full content strategy to be done really well by one firm, most likely. So like they're cornering the Google search engine side of things. Like they are trying to get a strong placement for people who are searching for targets like that. The other side is like thought leadership type content, you know, things that are opinionated that have like strong headlines that like share well in newsletters or on social media or things like that. Like that's the stuff that we haven't really been generating too much of but that's something that we'd like to. And then ultimately there's the other type of content stuff that we're trying to do that is more, I don't know how to call it, maybe tent pulley, like the onboarding 101 guide that we have on the website right now. And then this week or early next week, we're gonna launch an ebook that is the Startup CEO's Guide to Customer Success. And that's something we've been working on for a couple of months now. And so that's the stuff that really is about like you could send this to somebody in almost any situation that is educational and is an entry point to all the other educational materials that we're doing and everything else. And the idea there is we also want to be generous with our education because we want people to think of us as very helpful and generous. But at the same time as we realize that a lot of people who are buying arrows or coming to arrows are in like a, a moment of transition or change in their organization. And so they're looking for help and resources. And we want to be that, whether they're talking to us or just browsing our site. And the more that we do to help them make that change, the more they're going to be ready to look at us as uh, seriously when they actually do make that change, or at least be aligned with our way of thinking about the world, which is then being built into the product. The other thing I think it's worth mentioning is like, so 
we don't really mention it too super heavily on here, but we run arrows.to and it's an onboarding tool for customer success teams for high touch uh, teams, generally onboarding at software companies. But we also like haven't really updated our messaging on the public website since we launched back in March, which was before we raised money. And from talking to a lot of companies and talking to investors and other people, we really have honed in our positioning and our messaging a lot more on sales calls and when talking to investors and what the impact of Eros is and should be expected to be for a business. And I think it's very interesting that we've not had a chance to update the site for that because I think people come in and they see a lot of this information and it's like talking about one thing. And if you go to the homepage, it's like talking about the same thing, but in a different way. And uh, it's not like we are totally two different products. It's just like the value, the impact that's expected to be had by using arrows is different. And so a lot of what we're doing with this ebook that we're launching, we also have some calculators that are companion to that, but also try to reframe the value of onboarding and the value of customer success. And so now we are starting to, from a marketing standpoint, like reinforce that value. So it will update the homepage messaging and all that at some point in the next few months. But then as you find your way into these onboarding guides and the ebook and the calculators and anything else on our site, you sign up for our drip campaign that we have that teaches you how to improve your onboarding. All that stuff should be enforcing the value or reinforcing the value of taking your onboarding seriously and what that impact would have on your business. Not on the you know productivity of your team, but more on the, the impact of onboarding your customers faster and how that leads to better revenue and all this other stuff. Yeah. So I think to sort of put it all together i think what we're looking for is someone for whom that all sounds exciting where it's like okay we value marketing we've done things in the past we're currently working on things there's a foundation but there's also a ton of room for change and kind of making it much better i think we recognize that there's momentum and there's potential but there's a lot of kind of unrealized potential and there's a chance for someone to come in who knows this stuff and can shape this little this little thing into something much much bigger and with much much more impact and momentum and really have control over how that's done and yeah if that's exciting this is probably a role that um yeah also if if you are looking arrows.to slash jobs is where you can find it but i mean we could keep talking about this forever that's only uh we've been recording for 15 minutes and i think there's like a an hour long kind of conversation to be had about all the gaps we have in our marketing and yeah like you said it's i do feel really confident that the stuff we're making is good it just it's not like totally there it's not packaged well it doesn't the dots don't connect between the different things we're creating all of our newsletter signups are like ham-fisted the drip campaign is useful but it doesn't nudge people to the next step as well like all that stuff is the foundation's there pretty strongly, but there's a lot of holes in the wall or something like that. Like, there's, it seems like something. If you were a marketer that had that breadth of skill set, you'd be excited to come. You know, you're not starting from scratch, like with a product, and somebody says, "Hey, come market this." It's like, okay, cool. I can see what's here. Now let's like build upon that, and that's really what we're hoping for. Yeah, there's something to work with, and we think it's really going to be exciting for someone to work with. Yeah. Well, cool. I guess let's leave it there. And then next week, I think we're going to talk about how we're reframing some of our product stuff, right? Yep. Cool. With a special guest. Uh-oh. I hope he doesn't cancel. All right. See you there. Alrighty. See you soon.